This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Awesome conversation. Yeah. Gotta love the love. I love people that do things in the name of service, in the name of this makes me feel good. It makes other people feel good. And this is what life's about. And that's what we have today. Yeah. It's like taking something that you have and turning it into something that can be given to others. And in our case, it's fitness. Yeah. Right? Fitness professionals out there, um, you know, doing some good in the world in the name of fitness and, uh, you know, raising money in this case, um, you know, we have a young lady, uh, Randy, who is uh, raising money for a kid's camp a- on Long Island that helps kids uh, either with cancer or who have overcome cancer. Uh, and, you know, it's called uh, Sunrise Day mm-hmm. Camps uh, out on Long Island. And she started and established the Rise Up for Sunrise, which is a fitness you know, classes available online where the money goes to the camp. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. So Randy Eisenstadt was introduced to me from, (laughs) from Speedball Steve. All right. I know he knows everybody. We talk about it in the show, but Randy is going to get into, you know, not just how amazing Sunrise Day Camps is that she's involved with and how she came up with Rise Up for Sunrise, but the fact that we have not really talked about the power and impact that that comes along with being involved in an organization that is of service, that gives back, and what that does for your mental health and what that does for your morale and being a part of something and something, you know, that she's going to talk about is that, you know, when she was when she was working, she felt if she wasn't involved with an organization, she felt disconnected. And that really stuck out to me. So when you listen to this, you know, what it, what is it in your life right now that you're doing to be a part of something greater than yourself? That's I'm going to leave it at that. Absolutely. What, what is it that you're doing? Yeah, and and, and it doesn't, you know, one of, part of Randy's message is it doesn't have to be those gigantic charities that everybody knows about and you can the logo is recognizable and you know it's something that is you know receives a lot of funding you know there are there's opportunity to assist some smaller organizations that are doing 
absolutely amazing work that might not have the budget or you like know, the you know. two fit crazies in a microphone podcast scholarship. Uh, exactly. That's what we do. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, look, it's just, it's just a wonderful thing and you can hear the passion in her, in her voice. And, you know, it's like she's speaking from her heart when she tells you about organizing these things and all the help that she received from the fitness community and, you know, all the, the, the pros that put on classes for her and didn't ask for anything back. Just wanted to help. And, uh, you know, I just think that uh, there's so much of it. Uh, you know, I even say during the episode, like, I'm not a musician. I, if I was, I'd have a benefit concert. Uh, you know, I'm not a philanthropist that has millions of dollars that can just cut a check either. Yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yet. Um, but what I am is someone who can, you know, move my body in a way that, you know, I, I always say people like it when we do wacky stuff. <laughs> and, you know, we do plenty of wacky stuff. And if we can, you know, kind of lead it to make it a conduit to, you know, raising funds for something that needs it, well, then, you know, all the better. Um, so I just think it's uh, it's really awesome what she's doing. And uh, again, it's Sunrise Day Camps. Look them up. Uh, Rise Up for Sunrise is her project. Randy's an ambassador for that. She's the lead ambassador, I would say. She's the one mm-hmm. organizing a lot of this stuff. She's got a background in, uh, you know, in, in finance. In finance. So, uh, you know, it's just, um, and, and a background in fitness, in fitness. Uh, you know, raising money and, and, and doing all these things. So, you know, if you're going to bike, you know, maybe bike and raise some money. If you're going to run, maybe run and raise some money. If you're going to, um, you know, indoor row, do it and make some money. All you right. know, so like, kids with cancer, I'm, I'm, Really? Yeah. Really, everybody? How dare you? So if you don't sunrise, donate to this. Sunriseassociation.org. Definitely look it up and you know think about what you could do if it's not this. What is it that you're involved with right now? Because Brian and I have this podcast, if you've heard about it. Maybe you're listening to it right now. <laughs> because this is part of what we do to give back to help other people. And you know whether or not you know this. I don't know if, Brian, I don't even know if you know this. Do you know that this... The podcast doesn't make millions of dollars. It doesn't. It Yet. does not. Yet. Yet. But why did we do it? We did it because we felt there was a need and we wanted to get information out. We wanted to help people really grow. And this was, you know, this is our, this is our uh, project of passion. I, that's right. So listen up, everybody. We think you'll really enjoy this. Randy is a uh, is is uh, one of life's heroes right now in my eyes, and uh, you know she's doing great stuff. So we really think you'll enjoy this and uh, and listen up. Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Here we go. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian. Uh-huh. How's it going? Oh, we got those glitches out of the way. You know, we're good to go. Yeah. I mean. Nothing like us. Uh, we may have done a podcast or two before. I'm not sure. I think we convinced our guests that this is not our first podcast, but, you know. We're not sure. We're she not sure. She may not believe it, but she's we'll pretty freaking 
awesome. And I know that <laughs> you just heard about her in the intro to the show, but um, I'm going to say a big awesome hello and welcome, Randy Eisenstadt, to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. So let's uh, let's start right here. I was talking to our good friend of the show, Speedball Steve Feinberg. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy who's always got his hand in pots all over the place. Wheeling, dealing, connecting people, you know. Pontificating. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Steve's like, Christine, I got someone you got to meet. Have you ever heard of, you know, Camp Sunrise? And and I'm like, I have not, Steve. There's a lot of places in the world. But it's right where you grew up because I'm a Long Island girl. And I'm like, like, Sunrise? I'm like, wait, like, that's like right in my backyard of where I grew up. And he goes on to tell me about what that is, which you're going to tell us. And um, connects connects us together, and I just thought that is the most amazing, you know, amazing cause and an amazing place. And I want you to fill everybody in on that. But um, where are you located right now? I am located in South Florida in Delray Beach. Mm. Not so bad. Uh, but I, yeah, no, it's not bad at all. I spent I spent some years up there in the in the tundra of the Northeast, and. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy where I've landed. <laughs> so is that where you were from originally? Florida? No. I am born and raised in Houston, Texas. Oh. So, yeah. And um, my dad's from New York and uh, my mom's from Philly. So they're from the Northeast. But they somehow migrated to Texas and my brother and I were born and raised there. And then um, my brother went to college in Florida and my parents retired here like everyone else's Jewish parents and um, you know I followed along because I wasn't going to stay in Texas by myself we had no family there it was just you know my immediate family growing up and then uh, about a year and a couple months after moving to Florida I moved to New York City and I worked for Equinox and that's actually how Steve and I met so I did the I did the fitness circuit in New York for many years and it was amazing and um, I was always heavily involved in fundraising in some fashion in in my career whether it be you know I did cycle for survival I was one of the lead instructors for that I taught you know in the middle of Times Square and raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Centers and um, before that I worked for Lifetime Fitness for about six years and their uh, foundation was for ALS and so they had this big organization called Augie's Quest and I was always a part of that and even before that I did um the MS-150, and I would do the long bike rides in Texas from Houston to Austin, and my dad and my brother, and I would do them, and we raised a lot of money for multiple sclerosis, and so I've always, like, been in some sort of fundraising bucket, and um, and then I actually, I left New York City, and I moved to Arizona, and I went back to work for Lifetime. I actually opened the first Lifetime in New York City in 2016, um, and they started an organization called Ride for a Reason, which did fundraising for St. Jude's. So I was like always somehow involved and it was amazing. And of course, like I was like, I love to do this stuff and give back. And especially if it has anything to do with kids. Um, so the year that I was out in Arizona, we, my team, my club raised, uh, were in the top 10 for the country for fundraising. 
And um, two of my girls that were on my team that worked for me um, got invited to go out to Memphis to go visit the St. Jude's facility. And six months after they went on that tour, one of the girls came back and her daughter, six-year-old daughter, was diagnosed with cancer. So it was just this, like, crazy full circle type of experience that like she's going and being celebrated for raising all this money for all these other children. And she has no real personal tie to childhood cancer. And then boom, six months later, it's affected her on a very, very personal level. And um, thank God her daughter is okay. And she's um, like nine or 10 years old now. And she had to have her leg amputated, um, but she is a freaking rock star. And I've been with them since. And, it's just, it's a, a really amazing story. And um, I'm really grateful that I got to be out there for a year and meet them. So fast forward um, to about two or three years ago, I made a complete career change and actually got out of the fitness industry um, pre-pandemic. So my timing was really good. And um, <laughs> my my family has been in the financial services world for 40 years, over 40 years. My dad's been retired from the business for a long time. And my cousin who lives in Long Island um, has a very successful practice in New York and had been trying to recruit me to join the the family business for many, many years, especially when I lived in New York and I was running around Manhattan and complaining about how exhausted I was and how I couldn't pay my rent. And I was just like, get me out of here. Um, And I just, I, I never really wanted to leave the industry. I saw myself doing that for the rest of my life, but injuries and other things really kind of led me to make a different, a different path. And, um, my cousin has been very heavily involved with sunrise day camps as an ambassador. He got connected through a friend whose son was diagnosed with cancer and, um, it's in his backyard in Long Island. So they got really heavily involved and, um, we work for Northwestern mutual and they are big on, fundraising and and community service and giving back in any way possible. So actually in 2019, my cousin won the community service award for Northwestern Mutual in the Northeast region and Northwestern matched his donations um, to the camp. Yeah, it was huge. So he got up on stage in front of thousands of people in the Northeast and was awarded this amazing award. And um, so when COVID happened, as most organizations and fundraising organizations, they, they all suffered, you know, like people were not giving their regular donations and they were holding on to their money or the walks weren't happening or the bike rides weren't happening and all these things kind of got put on hold in 2020. And so, you know, when things started to kind of open back up and people started to brainstorm, like, what can we do to make up for the losses of, of last year? Because summer camp still has to go on and, People still need, you know, fundraising for research and all the different organizations out there. So my cousin called me one day and was like, I have an idea. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you should teach a spin class and like get all your people to, to come and like virtually or something and like just raise all this money for Sunrise. And I was like, that's a great idea, but I don't really teach anymore. So I don't think anyone's going to show up. So I was like, I, I, I need other people. I mean, people that are really still connected to the industry and currently teaching and still have those like large followings of people. Um, and, and then maybe we can raise a ton of money. So I took his idea and I kind of turned it into, 
I'm going to call all of my friends in the industry, those like Steve and my best friend, Becca, um, that have these huge followings of people that not only have been taking classes with them in person for years, but have pivoted to work out with them virtually since the pandemic um, and have them teach and have all their people show up and make it, you know, a donation-based class. Um, and that's what I did. And I, so I started this thing called Rise Up for Sunrise and I had over 30 instructors around the country, um, all leading multiple classes one weekend in June. And we raised over $10,000 and it would have never happened if, you know, we didn't have that idea and just kind of go with it. And lots of glitches along the way, things that we're going to look to do to do differently the next time around. But um, it was an amazing experience. And um, I actually just got back from New York about three weeks ago and I went up purposely to go to the summer camp because I had never been. And so they invited me up and the camp was still in session. So I got to walk around and have a tour of the camp and see the kids like in action. And it is the most incredible place I've ever been to. I didn't grow up in New York, so I didn't go to summer camp like all the kids in New York go to summer camp. Like we didn't have that in Texas, um, which I think is really weird. <laughs> that Like that wasn't a, you know, nationwide thing. Um, I did go to camp, but it wasn't like that. And it was just like such a really cool experience to see, you know, these hundreds of kids and some who are currently going through treatment, some who have, you know, recovered and are still invited back to the camp. Cause once you go, you're always invited back to the camp, whether you have cancer or not. And then the coolest part about it is that their siblings get to participate in camp with them. Because as you can imagine, somebody that has a sick kid, you know, there's a financial burden on them completely. So, you know, other kids in the family obviously suffer as well. Um, and they get to keep going back to the camp too, even if their sibling is, is recovered. So it's amazing. And I can't believe I didn't get involved sooner. So yeah, that's what we did. I'm, I'm always so like, I'm in love with raising funds through moving your body. Like it is something that I've tried to do. And I really, uh, even through COVID and, and everything these last year, like I, I made it a point to be a part of that. Um, you know, I raised money for one local girl, um, just by running, uh, you know, I run a lot and I'm going to run anyway. And I just kind of put it out there and I hooked up with a local charity that was helpful and a guy that we actually know through the podcast and, and, you know, and, and it's amazing and people give, and it was a weird time to ask for money, right? Like it was just, yeah. it was, that was one of the difficult things. And it was kind of like, Hey, I'm just going to put this here. And if you think you can do it, then do it, you know, and, and, and people gave, uh, you know, and, and, and it led me to more stuff that, that, you know, we do. And I, the gym that I'm associated with has a half marathon rowing, uh, a competition that Christine and I have done in the past. Uh, it's a half a marathon on a concept two rower and it's a pain in the ass and you people yeah. go and we fill up a huge barn of a facility and, uh, you know, there's a hundred rowers on the floor and it, you know, it's tag team and some people do it as a solo and some people do it as, and it just feels really good, right? It feels really good. We're going to ride bikes. We're going to cycle anyway. I'm going to run. I'm going to do a rowing thing. You know, I'm, we're all going to do this stuff anyway. But when you announce it and kind of put it, you know, the initiative for it, you, you can raise a lot of money, right? Yeah. And it's, it's just like all we're doing is using our bodies. I mean, I'm really smart, Christine. Like really smart. <laughs> Where are we going with I'm, this? I'm like really smart. But the in honest truth, I'm not that smart. So like, but I can run, right? 
And if I can run and like kind of let people know about it, I was involved with one last weekend. You know, we raised like a couple grand just by everybody out there running around the globe like hooligans. It's awesome. And, yeah, you know, it's and then, you, you know, you see the purpose, you see what it's going to. Right. Like this camp. And yeah. uh, and it's just it makes it all worthwhile. It's just, OK. I want more of that. I want more of that in my life. It makes me feel good. I'm going to do it anyway. Running wise and all that stuff. Like, let's go. Yeah, I know. It was it was something that I didn't have in my life. Like I was not connected to an organization at the time because I had, you know, transitioned careers and, you know, I wasn't with, a you know, a corporate fitness company that like was connected to a specific organization that they raised funds for. And so for a couple of years, I was a little disconnected to, to fundraising and I wanted to get involved, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, it was the right fit. And so when my cousin brought this, idea to me I was like of course like how do I get involved like kids with cancer to go to summer camp sure sign me up and the best part was is that when I started to kind of reach out to all the instructors in the industry no one really said no to me (laughs) you know like who's gonna say no like hey do you want to teach a class and just make it donation based so kids can go to camp that have cancer and their siblings and they're like sure when is it (laughs) you know so the only thing that was like a little bit of a hurdle for us is the timing of when we did it. It was summertime and it was uh, like June of, of this year. And it was, you know, before this second wave of COVID and people were starting to like want to get out more. So we had a little pushback with people actually wanting to do something online because they had been doing online stuff for over a year right. and they wanted to do, you know, something outside or whatever. So that was like our, our biggest pushback there is, you know, that people were like, you know, I don't want to work out in my house when I can now go outside and it's not snowing out or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, when we're, when we're brainstorming how we're going to do this, um, you know, part two, uh, we'll think about some of those things and make sure we can get as many people involved as possible. So, yeah. You know what I would, I want to get into for a second that I, we haven't really talked about this, um, a lot. We always talk about being involved with, you know, people, it's nice to raise money for charities and this and that, but the, the social aspect of it, the, Definitely. the, the ability, you know, and again, what are, what are we here with this podcast to help people, inspire people to, to feel better, to, you know, move more, to eat a little bit better. And one of the things that, you know, we, I think we've overlooked a little bit is the power of just being involved with giving back. And, you know, sometimes people say, all right, you know, it's one thing to, you know, you cut a check for the local fire department or, you you know, is, you know, you're buying Girl Scout cookies. Okay, fine, done. But where's the experience, like the emotional attachment that you have, you know, go and again, Brian and I both run for, you know, different charities, different events. It's you have an emotional connection to it, which is a positive thing because emotion is going to drive motion. Thank you, Jonathan Ross. And you have a good experience. You're going to want to do it again. And when it's something that is movement related, I mean, it's a win-win because you're raising money. You're also, you know, being a good example and being a role model for other people. In addition, you know, you're doing it for a good cause. I, I always tell people, I'm like, I don't care why you're doing it do it, whatever it is, you know, it's, um, you know, and I think that just that feeling of, wow, I feel really good, not just for 
moving, which maybe I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for someone who's like, you got to raise money for this. It's going to be really great. And you're like, I really don't want to do that, but I will because of the cause there. Yeah. There's so much, there's so many layers to this. Yeah. I, I just remember like so vividly, like when I was working for Equinox and I was teaching cycle for survival and I was, you know, up there and there's hundreds of people and like, you know, they have, they bring in like a kid and he gets on the microphone and he talks before like the event starts and, you know, you make a playlist that's like very specific to the ride. And I just remember like, there were just moments where I like looked around and I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is so huge. And I'm like a part of this. And, you know, the fact that I got to kind of spearhead this first ever event for sunrise and, you know, now have these relationships with, the, you know, the head of the organization and, you know, just went up there and spent some time with them a couple weekends ago. It's just, I want to do, you want to do more. And even like my, my best friends that were part of the event and Steve, you know, he gets so involved and he wants to connect, you know, he's one of my closest <laughs> friends. He's like, I want to connect you to everybody. And, you know, this person needs to know about it. And this person needs to know about it. I'm like, oh, you're the best. I know. I know exactly why I called you. Um, but yeah, I mean, what my girlfriends are like, they made like specific playlists for their class and they were like, Oh my God, at the end we were all crying and we just felt like so empowered by what we were doing. And, you know, like they, they have these people showing up for them all the time. And then they showed up in such a way that was just much more moving than like just showing up to do a a class, right? Like there's a, a meaning and a purpose behind it. So yeah, it's, it's amazing stuff. And that's why I think I don't even know who started it and when these like kind of fitness fundraiser things began, but they were genius because they were. <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, it, it's, it's service and it's being something bigger than yourself. And it's, you know, it, like, you know, you say like, if I want to, if I want to keep all the love I have, I got to give it away too. you know, like it's one of those things. And, and, and I'm not a musician, right? If I was a musician, I'd have a benefit concert, you know, where I'd get up there and play. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not like Habitat for Humanity where I'm going to build a house, right? You know, it's like, I've like, done that before. I know, I know. And you know what? I've, I've swung, I've, I've, I've swung some hammers in my day too, but, but you know, from, from that point, that's not going to be the focus of whatever it is that I'm going to do or be involved with. And, you know, just getting back to it, we can, like, just by putting one foot in front of the other or pedal on a, you know, a butt on a bike seat or, you know, somebody in a dance fitness class and just, you know, sweat for an hour, like, it is astonishing how much good can come from just moving our bodies. That's all we're yeah. doing. We're, we're doing it in an organized way. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, fa- it's fascinating and it's infectious. And, you know, a guy like Steve, yeah, like he's, you know, he's an excited guy to begin with, but you give him some purpose and, you know, all of us, it's like, you know, game on, like it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's really on. And I know from my side, I was doing some wacky running stuff to raise money for a, a little girl with cancer around us. And it kept me going, you know, that was the thing. Like it wasn't easy. It was not easy at all. And, uh, but I, I had something bigger than myself to run for, right? I wasn't just getting some exercise out there. It was like, it was purpose driven running and, uh, you know, it worked out pretty well for, for everybody. She's doing pretty well too. So, um, yeah, really good stuff. So, but I, so I, I get it. One of the things I did get hung up on though, and maybe, you know, from your professional standpoint is I didn't want to just throw out like a GoFundMe 
right? Because now, you know, you've got either you, the collector of the money, getting whacked in some way on service fees and all this junk. Uh, I, you know, I didn't want the family to be affected. I want every single dime to go to the family, you know, that, that was raised. Um, you know, luckily I did have a connection within the community to have a charity that, that was, you know, a cancer charity, you know, local cancer charity that helped the families in the exact county that they lived in. It was perfect. You know, I basically just made a connection for them and then went out and ran. Um, and then, so, but from a financial standpoint, it's difficult, right? To raise this money because there's IRS is involved and, you know, you can't just like show up with a suitcase of money. Um, so how do you navigate all of that? Well, I don't, I don't personally handle that, that back end stuff. Right. Um, the way that we did this actually was pretty unique. So we, there, the Sunrise team set up a ticketing page. And so we had all the instructors and like a little bio and when they were teaching and what they were teaching. And you would buy a ticket to their class and it was a minimum of $20. Um, and then some people gave more. Some people just went to the page and donated um, and, you know, didn't even participate because they couldn't or whatever the case may be. And, um, or people bought multiple classes, like Steve taught, you know, a couple classes throughout the weekend. Um, and then all of it went into like one bucket and then it went to the foundation. So like our page was kind of separate from the foundation. And then when the event was over, they just kind of transferred the money into the actual organization. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really understand the back, the back end side of it. I'm not on the board yet. Right. Right. <laughs> said I was when I went to the camp a couple weekends ago, but um, yeah, but I was going to say to you that, you know, Something that I've always like really loved about these things is, you know, I've been very fortunate in my life where I haven't really been directly affected by some of these terrible diseases. And so when I always got involved, it was never, I didn't have like this connection that these other people that you see that like show up and it's like, they're there because their kid is sick or like they're there because they've lost somebody or whatever. And I, I've never had that. And but I've always known somebody that has had that, right? And then I think to myself, like, God forbid, like, this was me, you know, or I, I was in this situation. So I always do these things in this, like, kind of preventative mindset because and, – and one of the things that I love so much about Sunrise and not to, like, harp on these other organizations that I've raised a lot of money for, but I love the fact that the money is going to the summer camp to give these kids – an experience that they would never get, right? They they wouldn't get that at a regular camp. They wouldn't get, they don't have the doctors and the nurses and, and the staff and all the things that they have at this camp at regular camps. Um, and they may not even be able to go because they may not be able to afford to go because of the burden that they've, they've taken. Um, so, and I, and I love that where, you know, you see, these other organizations, which again, not to harp on them, but like people are still getting sick and people are still dying. And some of these kids are not surviving, but they get to go have this experience for their summer that they would have never had if Sunrise wasn't around. Right. And, you know, a lot of kids go to camp. One of the things that they were sharing with me is some of the kids go to camp for a day. They get one day and then they, and then they don't come back. Um, but that one day is like the best day of their life, you know, and they take them as young as three, 
you know, the, their youngest camper is three years old and I have a three and a half year old niece and I'm at this camp and I'm looking at these little kids play on this like splash pad. And I'm like, if my niece was here, like I wouldn't be able to like hold it together, you know, right. um, this affected me, you know, on a, on a personal level. So I, I love doing this stuff because I can, you know, I, I can financially, I, I can physically, um, and I have the network and the resources to get as many people involved. And, you know, people didn't know about Sunrise. You know, you didn't know about Sunrise, you know. So that's another thing is bringing awareness to these organizations that have been around for decades um, that that need as much love as as Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Centers and St. Jude's and um, MS and all these other really huge organizations that are getting a lot of fundraising, you know, so was amazing to be a part of it and I'm excited to to see what happens next. Can you imagine if everyone had the same mindset as Randy? That's what I'm thinking as I sit here. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh it's 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 sad that it's not as normal, right. <laughs> you know. But you, you know, and, and a lot of it like you said, like it does get lost. Like, you know, the the you know, the the we go to the marathons and the marathon training teams are all those big, it's the American cancer society. It's, you know, the, the, the heart association and which is all great. You know, they have a lot of funding. It's these smaller, you know, individual level type of things that, that, you know, this camp, I mean, I, I imagine it takes a lot to, you know, finance this endeavor. Uh, yeah, you know, $6,000 to send one kid to camp. Yeah. The summer. Yeah. Because and, of COVID, it was like $7,500. So it, the costs went up because of all the extra things that they had to put in place because of the COVID. Right. I mean, most families, especially those affected with medical bills, aren't just cutting that check. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it needs it needs support. And, and there's so much opportunity to do this. Uh, you know, and I and I love it all. I'll stop and get my car washed by, you know, the, the, the bowling team at the, you know, just for five bucks because, hey, you know, why not? Um, I'm, you know, like again, I, I needed my car washed anyway, even though you probably aren't doing the best job, but Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it. It all goes yeah. to a good cause. How many, how many cups of lemonade have you purchased? Oh yeah. I tell <laughs> or, you what, the, <laughs> my kids set or, up or a, those, like, Christmas wrapping. <laughs> that's right. Here's, here's the money. Please don't give me anything and don't touch any of my stuff. Here's, take here's, it. just take it. You We're know good. what? We're I'm, good. I'm going to die on this hill though. I'm going to die on this hill. What? I don't want you giving the money to the Girl Scouts for their shitty cookies. Oh. Oh, I bought so many Girl Scouts. <laughs> but they, and I, it's funny because I didn't really eat them. I ended up just like giving them away. Like, I can't eat these. But, um, I, my, my, I have clients that spend a lot of money with me. And so one of them, sent me the link to her daughters and then her brother, who's also my client, right. like literally the same day sent me his link. And then she texted me and she goes, I can't believe my brother sent you his link. <laughs> and I was like, I'll, I'll buy cookies from all you guys. It's from fine. All of them. My wife's a first grade teacher. She's got a lot of Girl Scouts in the class and her rule is one box from all of you. She's like, I can't buy five boxes from all of you because then I'll have, I'll eat them all, you know, or we'll eat them all. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm kidding, of course. Buy the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> buy the Girl Scout cookies. I, ha- I have a little comedy bit that the, it's called The Devil Wore Pigtails. And it's about <laughs> buying Girl Scout cookies <laughs> with nasty ingredients in the name of empowerment. It's gotten better. Okay. Got Fair enough. Free ones now and dairy free and all the, all the freeze. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And they probably taste like garbage. That's why. 
all the they're and not then, putting in the the bad stuff that makes it tasty. And you don't get as many as you used to. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna say that. You know, they're they're it's it's eight bucks a box or something like that. The boxes got smaller. I didn't know. Oh, that. I, did, I just don't think that the quantity is there. I don't know. Well, maybe I just eat them faster. Just got, <laughs> Who maybe knows? we just got older and we're yeah. bigger people. <laughs> maybe I just understand value and unit pricing at this point in my life, and I'm like, this you is got not bigger. So the boxes look smaller. Right. right. <laughs> look smaller. Oh my gosh. I've got mums for sale, by the way, for my oh, child. Jeez. <laughs> my kid's soccer team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm taking this. <laughs> really, mums? Yeah, they're six dollars. No, like mums, like flowers, like up here in the northeast. Oh, like, you get, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll raise your mums. I'm from Texas, so we have like the the big like decorative oh. artsy things that you like hook onto your overalls to go to like the football game. Okay. You guys have that up north? No. <laughs> I think it's a Texas thing. Okay. Yeah. What? It's a flower. It's like. It's like ribbons and like streamers and like these moms that like have nothing else to do, like sit in their living room and they oh. put them together and like there's like a teddy bear in the middle of it and like the, the boy that asks you gets it made for you and it has like your name on it and like oh. specific castles to like what sports you play. Oh. And then the boys wear like a garter on their arm oh. and walk around school with it like an idiot. It's and like, like yeah. flair. It's like flair. It's like I own I own you. <laughs> and like the person with like the the yeah like with the nicest biggest one like feels really cool like oh my boyfriend like bought me this and they're like hundreds of dollars. Oh man, we just <laughs> yeah yeah the yeah. southern thing. Okay. It, well, there's a lot of things that are northern. They're up here. It's like here's some, here's some cheese balls. <laughs> yeah, I got you some cheese balls, sweetie. Will you want to go to the prom with me? Well, it's funny. I I didn't know what a what a munchkin was um, for for a long time until I was in Long Island. This is a funny story with my cousin, and we were driving somewhere, and my his son is ten, so he was a little he was smaller at the time, and so we're in the car, and we're he's like, do you want to go get munchkins? And I was like, what's a munchkin? And immediately he gets his phone and he calls my mom. And he's like, why doesn't Randy know what a munchkin is? And my mom's response is, because I closeted eat, like she was like a closeted munchkin eater. So she could eat them, but like not bring them into the house or into the car. And so like, I never knew what they were. Cause like we were never going through the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. <laughs> so yeah. And we also had like different things in Texas, like, Duncan wasn't huge so we had like Chipley's Donuts which is huge down there and we had Kalachi Factory like people don't know what Kalachis are what the heck is that know what, I know, oh, yeah. you know do you know what They're, a Kalachi it's is? a world in itself down do in Texas no no idea <laughs> I'll be back in Dallas in like I don't know a month so I'm so, I need a dozen Kalachis if it's still around but it's it's like a breakfast sausage with cheese wrapped in like dough it's like a big pig in a blanket and it's oh. like you get that's what people get. It's like the best. Kalachki? A kalachi. Kalachi. If you Google it, it'll pop up and I guarantee it's gonna say something about like the South or Texas or something. Kalachi. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're so good. Hmm. Is it like You'll an ethnic guess. thing or just a Texas thing? Well, <laughs> Texas is its own ethnicity, right? This is true. Yes. This is true. Yeah. Is that like the I I'd love every minute I've ever spent in Texas though. I, I, you know, like Austin's amazing. I've been Austin's through. Fun. I've been through Dallas. I've been. Through, I haven't gone to Houston. Mm-hmm. Haven't Houston. been down that way. Give a problem. Sounds great. It's yeah, a, it's a big melting pot of lots of different people, kind of like New York City. All right. Hey, yeah. so 
this is what I want to hear. Number one is that where exactly is the Sunrise Day Camp? Where exactly is that located in Long Island? Because obviously we are, Brian and I are northeast right now, and this may be something that, you know, people don't know about in our area that may be... That's a good question, because I was just there, and I can tell you, what's the city called? I was just there. Because <laughs> um, it's somewhere close to where I grew up. I think it starts with an S, actually. Is it in Syosset? It's not in Syosset. Um, it is... Suffolk? I'm guessing, Well, no. Suffolk. I'm just going... What is it? Wyandanche. Wyandanche. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew it was somewhere close to where I grew up because, um, yeah, Steve grew up in Massapequa. Massapequa. Yeah, Massapequa so cousin, Park, Wyandanche. Mm-hmm. My cousins live in Smithtown. And okay. so I was at their house and then I drove to the camp. And it wasn't that far. It was only 25 minutes. Yes. Small yeah. world stories. Steve's wife, Sari, grew up with my cousin. <laughs> we figured that out after we met each other. I know. It's so because weird. everyone knows something. That's the Steve island. That's, that's like we're. Separation. Jewish geography. That's what we call it. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, my gosh. So tell tell all of our listeners right now, because this is something, again, I, you know, we didn't know. And again, before I talked to you a few months ago, I grew up in the area. I literally lived 20 minutes from Wyandanche. And yeah. I had no idea. And obviously, I did you know I was not a kid with cancer thank you you know like that's you know but I had not heard about it and even when Steve said it I'm like sunrise I'm like that's right sunrise highway like all the names were familiar so where can someone go to find out more about this whether it's going to be fundraising or donations or just maybe they know someone that could benefit from this yeah, so I mean, they have a website, obviously. So the Sunrise Association dot um, org, I believe, and they have a walk that they do every year. So every year they do a walk. I want to say it's like the last weekend in June, um, and you know, because of COVID, that obviously didn't happen in twenty twenty. Um, it did happen though this year, but it was it was virtual. Like people were walking wherever they were. Um, And it's my cousin, too, like grew up in Long Island, you know, also didn't know anything about Sunrise until a friend of his told him about it only because his child was going there, you know, and was diagnosed with cancer. Um, So it's interesting because you would think that they would be marketing it a little bit differently, but I don't know. I mean, the the camp's been around for about 15 years. They have actual camps um, in other states, too, and in Israel. So they're not just in Long Island, but that's where they started. Um, And it's it's still growing, too. I believe they're opening up a camp in New Jersey. Um, And it's I don't I don't know why people don't know about it. I didn't know about it either. You know, so um it, you're either going to find out through somebody that sends their kid there or is just, you know, has deep pockets and it's part of their, their board. And they're very fortunate to have a lot of really great connections with people that, you know, give a lot of money to the camp. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless like you, even when I was like pulling up, I was like, is this it? You know, like there wasn't like a huge sign out front. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, I'll sit down with them and talk to them a little bit more about marketing and advertising, but, but you can go to the website. Um, you can, 
you know, like any other fundraiser, you know, you can register to do the walk and fundraise money. Um, but I always encourage people that like, if you're not currently, like I wasn't for a couple of years connected to something and, and having that feeling of, of giving back in some way, you know, if you're able to, um, this is the, the organization to do. So if you, you know, aren't doing anything right now and you're not fundraising or you're not part of something, like I would encourage people to 100% get involved um, with Sunrise in, in some way, shape or form, because it is so fulfilling. And when I got to go visit the camp, I was just even like, you know, more grateful that I got connected because I got to see these kids and, you know, and then they have, they have kids that, you know, recover and then they, they get older and they they outgrow the camp and then they come back and then they're counselors at the camp. Um, and they're like in, you know, grad school to become a teacher or something. And, you know, when they're on their break, they go to the camp. And I mean, I was even on a tour with some girls that were counselors at the camp and all the kids would like stop in the middle of what they were doing and run over to us. And we all had our masks on and they would like run over to the girls. They're like 20 years old and they would give them hugs and they were like, what are you doing here? We miss you so much. Will you please come back next summer? Like, it's just, it's the cutest thing. Um, yeah, it was amazing. So it's making a huge impact. So if, yeah. so for anyone that's listening to, to our show that maybe it doesn't even matter if you're in the Northeast, if you're anywhere and you're a fitness pro or you have something that you may want to be a part of what you're putting together. I mean, obviously this could be you know, much bigger in the future than, than you did on the outset. So if yeah. there's anyone that wants to maybe be a part of, you know, teaching or doing some donation classes with what you're putting together, where should they reach out to you or? They can hundred percent reach out to me. Yeah. So we, we haven't started talking about rise up for sunrise 2.0 just yet. Um, you know, summer camp just ended and kids are going to be back in school here shortly in, in the Northeast. Um, but we are definitely doing it and it may look a little bit different. You know, it may be a little bit virtual, a little bit in person. We may do like a big in-person event, um, you know, in Long Island at the camp, you know, they have an amazing space for it. Um, so we haven't a hundred percent settled on, you know, what it's going to look like, but if people are, you know, fitness professionals and wanting to get involved, I mean, one of the great things about, you know, the industry is that you do get connected to all these people. So I have people that were teaching, that I've never met. They, you know, I got connected through this person, through Steve. I called somebody and they're like, oh, my friend would love to be a part of that or whatever. And so I had like over 30 instructors and I would say maybe 15, 20 of them, like I personally knew. And then I had these people that I've never met before, you included, who I had never met before, um, that just wanted to be involved, you know, and raise money and it would have never happened. So yes, the more the merrier. Um, anybody that's listening to this that either wants to just learn more about sunrise or wants to teach a class for rise up for sunrise for our next event. We will be happy to have them. Awesome. All right. So we will put your, uh, put your contact information out on all the show notes. Do you want to just tell everyone your email address? Yeah. So it's my first name, Randy, R A N D I dot my last name, Eisenstadt, which is E I S E N S H T-A-T at gmail.com. And my Instagram handle is at Randy Lee, L-E-I-G-H, and then the number six. Super easy. 
Awesome. And promise us when you do get your ducks in a row with the next, with the 2.0 and the, uh, you know, you know, dates and things like that. Circle back with us. Let us know. You know, we'll announce it uh, on our show and, and have them, uh, you know, mention this episode so that they can always come back to it, hear what you're doing and understand what it's all about. And then, uh, you know, you come back on and, and hype it a little bit more and uh, get bigger and better. I know, Christine, you, you can count us. You can count the two of us in. We're in. We're in. Whatever you need, we're in. And, uh, you know, just uh, I, I love it. A life of service is a happy life. Um, you know, it, it, there's no doubt about it. I think, um, you know, in, in, in teaching health and teaching people how to live healthier lives, it's an ingredient. And, and you know, it's just that important. So, um, you know, I wish I had the wherewithal to just cut checks and, you know, be a philanthropist and all those things. But uh, maybe we're uh, health anthropists instead mm. and we can just kind of yes. give our – uh, you know, our strength uh, in, in many ways. So, uh, you know, I love what you're doing and we appreciate you coming for coming on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'll definitely keep you guys posted when we have some dates locked down and we'll pump it up. All right, Randy, you are doing amazing things in this world and uh, we can't wait to, uh, to spread this to all of our listeners around the world. So for everyone out there, um, kids with cancer, like what, this is awesome. What are you doing? Yeah. Let's go, everybody. Go in your pockets. Oh, rise up for sunrise, everybody. So with that said, we'll get that info out to you. And it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.